Good evening and welcome back to our continued learning of Hilcha Shabbos every Thursday night. And Mitzvah Shem, our learning should be continued for all of Klal Yisrael, specifically those in Eretz Yisrael, and we should all be zeiche to greet Mashiach Bekarov. We're going to continue and finish tonight the halachas of Kiddush, which as we mentioned, we're specifically focusing on the halachas of those listening to Kiddush, and we're specifically focusing on the halachas of Friday night Kiddush, Shabbos day Kiddush, and Mitzvah Shem will get to in, in further shiurim, where we'll discuss the various halachas and the differences between Friday night Kiddush and Shabbos day. Kiddush. And the last halacha that we're going to talk about tonight in the next three videos is the halacha of Kiddush b'makam suda. As we mentioned previously, the halacha of making Kiddush is a din de'eraisa, which we learn out of the Pasuk of Zachar Esiyem HaShabbos Kadshai. However, the way, the manner in which Kiddush is made, according to most Paiskim, is only the Rabbanon. And therefore, the fact that it's made over a cup, the fact that Kiddush needs to be made b'makam suda, those are halachas which are only the Rabbanon. Chazal learn out from the Pasuk of a karasa the Shabbos Einig. You should call Shabbos a delight. That at the place that you're calling Shabbos, at the place that you're declaring Shabbos, which is the time of Kiddush, it should be Einig, over there should be a delight, there should be the Suda of Shabbos. And therefore the Kiddush needs to be made at the place of the Suda. I'm going to discuss tonight, in the next three videos, three components to this Allah of Kiddush Makam Suda. And the first one we'll begin with is what is a Suda? What constitutes a meal to ensure that my Kiddush is Makam Suda? The Shulchan Aruch says that if I do not have a Suda immediately following my Kiddush, whether I was one that made the Kiddush, or whether I was one that heard Kiddush and it was Yitzhak from somebody else, if I did not have a Suda following the Kiddush, I would not be Yitzhak Kiddush, I would have to hear or make Kiddush again. So what constitutes a meal, what is considered to be a Suda to ensure that I'm Yitzhak Kiddush Mamakam Suda? The most preferable thing, at least when it comes to Friday night, the most preferable thing to do is to have a Suda, a meal, which includes bread, kazayas of lechem, immediately following Kiddush. And that's what most of us do at home. We make Kiddush. Right after that we go, we wash, we eat the challah, we eat, we eat lechem mishnah. And that is the most preferable way to make sure that it's Kiddush, but makam Suda. If that for some reason is not possible, option number two is pasa baba kisan, which means a type of mazayinus made from one of the five grains. Also, eating a kazayas of it, bekadeachilis pras, in a short amount of time, ensuring that one eats a kazayas immediately, that would also be an option. While not as preferable, also a good option to have Kiddush v'makam suda. If that is also not possible, for example, somebody is gluten-free, somebody is not capable of eating any gluten, somebody is a celiac, somebody doesn't have the ability to be able to eat either bread or any of the five grains, it would also be okay, according to Paiskim, at least at this time of B'Shasat Chak, when a person stuck in a, in a not such a preferable situation where they're unca- incapable of being able to eat bread or mazainas, they can also be Yitzhak Kiddush makam suda by drinking a revius, which is about three ounces of wine and even grape juice would be enough. The one making Kiddush would drink what he needs to drink, a mali lugma, a cheekful, as we mentioned last week. And the person who wanted to be Yitzhak Kiddush but is not capable of eating bread or mazainas can go ahead and drink a revius of wine or grape juice upon hearing Kiddush. And in that way, they would be able to be Yitzhak Kiddush. If that's also not possible, one should consult a rub because there may, may be some other options for one who's not even capable of having wine or grape juice. But again, the most preferable is to have the Suda with bread, the next option is mezainas, and the option under that is a revius of wine or grape juice in order to be yaitza kiddush b'makam suda. The second halach we're going to discuss now that we know what the suda is, is what does b'makam mean? At the place. The kiddush needs to be made at the place of the suda. What does that mean? The Shulchan Aruch tells us that that means very simply, the kiddush should be made at the place that one is eating the meal. Therefore, one should not be making kiddush in their kitchen and then going ahead and having the suda in the dining room. Rather, if one knows that they're eating in the dining room, the kiddush should be made at the place of the suda. If one wants to move from one side of one room to the other side of one room, to make kiddush on one side of the dining room and then to 
to move to the other side. That would be 100% okay to move from one side of the room to the other, especially considering if they had kavana, they had intention to move at the time they made Kiddush. And that comes up practically by when a, by a Kiddush, for example, in Shul, Shabbos morning, where the husband and wife are on opposite sides of the Mechitzah, the husband meets his wife at the Mechitzah, makes Kiddush for her, and then they both go back to their respective tables to have their Bamakam Suda, to have their Mezaynas, whatever they're going to have, that will constitute their Kiddush Makam Suda, even though the Kiddush is made by the Mechitzah. And they're both going back to their table since it's in one big room and that intention at the time of the Kiddush to go to their respective tables, that would also be considered Kiddush B'makam Suda. If they planned on moving to another room within the same house, that would also be okay, the Mishabur tells us, as long as they had intention to do it at the time of the Kiddush. They knew they wanted to move from the kitchen to the dining room and you're able to see the dining room from the kitchen. You could see one room from the other. Then it would also be okay to move from one room to the other. However, to move to another home or to move to another apartment within the same building, even if one can see the other home, the other building, the other apartment, that would not be okay, even if they had intention and even if they can't see it, to move to another house or another apartment within the same building would not be okay and that would not constitute Kiddush v'makam suda. If one is making Kiddush in the dining room and there's somebody who's not feeling well and they're in another room, they're in their bedroom and they can hear the Kiddush being made within the, the, being made in the dining room and they're sitting in their bedroom and they plan on having their suda in the bedroom. They're too weak to be able to get up to come to the, come to the, come to the meal. That would be 100% okay as well. They're hearing Kiddush from where they're sitting. We're there sitting and listening to Kiddush. That's their makam suda because they plan on eating the Shabbos suda in their bedroom because they're too weak to come to the table. That would also constitute Kiddush makam suda even though the one making Kiddush is in the dining room and they're in the bedroom since they're hearing it from the bedroom and plan on eating in the bedroom. That would also be okay, and that would also be considered to be Kiddush Makam Suda. The third and final halacha we're going to discuss when it comes to Kiddush Makam Suda does not refer to the place in which Kiddush is made or the Suda is eaten, but rather refers to the time and the gap in between Kiddush and the time of the Suda. And the Ramah brings down that preferably one should not delay at all in between the Kiddush and the time of the Suda. And therefore, Friday night, as we mentioned, the most preferable option is to begin one Suda to wash immediately on the challah. And therefore, the Ramah says, do not delay, do not be involved in unnecessary tasks in between Kiddush and the time of the Suda. Washing for the Suda, doing something which is necessary for the meal, that would be okay, and that would not constitute a gap in between Kiddush and the time of the Suda. But anything unnecessary should not be done after making Kiddush before one begins a Suda. Similarly, one should not be walking into, walking out of the room uh, that Kiddush was made into, not for the purpose of washing, which means if they have to go to the kitchen to wash, obviously that's okay. But to walk to other rooms which is unnecessary and have nothing to do with the preparation for the Suda, or for sure to walk outside of the home, for example, to escort somebody who may have come to visit you, to escort them out of the home before making, before beginning the Suda, that one should not be doing. Rather, the Kiddush should be made by Makam Suda without any delay. And therefore, what many people do, and many people will sit around after they make Kiddush for 15, 20 minutes, everybody schmoozing, catching up on their week, that is not the proper custom. Rather, everybody should begin the process of washing. And even if it takes a long time, until everybody washes and everybody comes back to the table because there's a large family or many guests and there's only one sink and it could take some time. Nevertheless, at least that's considered being involved in the preparation for the Suda and not an unnecessary delay of just sitting around and schmoozing. And therefore, Kiddush, Makam Suda also means that there should not be a large time, a large amount of time, a gap in between Kiddush and the time of the Suda. One last halacha, which is just relevant for tomorrow. That tomorrow is a Sarabatavis and it's a fast day. And therefore, one is not able to break the fast until they hear Kiddush. And Kiddush cannot be made until Tseisek HaChavim. One cannot accept Shabbos early, make Kiddush early, and then the fast will end that way. One needs to wait 
the, the same way they wait on a typical fast until Tzaytzei to break their fast, one needs to wait tomorrow as well until Tzaytzei If it happens for some reason that one's husband does not come home on time from shul, most shuls are going to be davening early to ensure that the husbands have ample time to be able to get home and to make Kiddush by Tzaytzei that for some reason the husband is delayed, the husband's not solo member, and he goes on a call or something takes place, then in that case it would be okay for the woman to make Kiddush and to eat a Mazayinah. She would not need to wash because as we mentioned, even though it is not the most preferable, definitely a scenario like this where the wife is waiting a few minutes and the wife feels very weak and she's incapable of waiting for her husband to come home. If it is already Tzaytzei she can make Kiddush on her own over grape juice and then go ahead and eat a mezainus, a kazais of mezainus, and in that way she'll hear yaitse, kiddush makam suda, and when her husband comes home, he'll make kiddush for the whole family, and then they'll go ahead and eat their suda. Have a great Shabbos, and the Ritzah will continue next week, moving further in the halachas of Shabbos.